What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger, episode number 492 here on Wednesday, November 29th. The month of November is almost done. Thanksgiving is in the rearview mirror. Hope no. you all had a great Thanksgiving. There's 12 days of Thanksgiving. No, there's not. Just how there's 12 days of Christmas? No, no. I am declaring It's Thanksgiving, <laughs> and immediately at 12.01 on Friday, it's, Christ- it's Christmas. Christmas. Black Friday. <laughs> Buy things and consume. Yeah. It's the American way. And, and on Cyber Monday. Although I did very little shopping this year. Well, um, nobody nobody gave me their goddamn list in time. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to get what I want to get them. Well, I told um, them, listen, Uncle Matt Slay is uh, taking off after Cyber Monday. And if you don't have your shit, it's not like we can't come, you know, ain't coming back. I bought a bunch of shit for myself. Uh, not really like stuff. luxuries, but just like useful stuff. Bought yeah. a new winter jacket. Nice. I did buy my sister some snow boots because she lives in shithole New York. She uh, has it's no gonna snow be boots? it's gonna be a long oh, winter. Yeah, it is nasty streets. I was like, nuts. let me get you some nuts. boots. Did you get um, yourself uh, that nice Kelly Green Eagles jacket merch that's uh, released that's been released. No, no, those things are going. Everyone bought them up and they're scalping them on eBay. They're oh like man, ten x them. I just got a regular you okay. know, cheap Chinese made jacket. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably fall apart. Ni hao! Ni hao! I, I, I will tell you, though. I will tell you. So I was at the Eagles game this past Sunday in the torrential pouring rain, wearing my L.L. Bean boots, which I've now had. I just realized when I was wearing them, I've had those now for nine years. Nice. Now, we don't get as t- much snow oh, no, as we I used know. to. That's still good. But nine years, those things have made it through tons of football games, snow, well-made American product. Just ordered myself a brand new pair of L.O.B. and slippers. Fucking love those things. Yeah. Um, ha- uh, use promo code GoBirds. Yeah. <laughs> for your 25% I should be a spokesman for L.O.B. <laughs> I love those products. Those are great products. But yeah, you know, Thanksgiving was good. It was down in Florida. It was nice yeah. to be in the warmth. Uh, it's like three degrees here in the Northeast now. It's not that um, bad. You were down the shore. Yeah. Jersey Shore. Nice and cold and dreary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And depressing. It was 80 and sunny at most yeah. days when I was in Florida. But yeah, so uh, the war continues in the Middle well, East. Well, there's a little bit of a pause, man. We got a little ceasefire action it's going gonna on. It's going to continue. I know it's going to continue. They're, 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 they're going to break this thing like BB crazy. today was like, we're not going to stop permanently. This yeah. is just a pause. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I love to hear because yeah, no. I didn't think that the pause should happen to begin with. Oh, I, I agree. Um, you've been following it. Yeah. You're writing about it. Kind of what's the lay of the land okay. here now? So, Where are we going? Yeah, well, well, basically, for like every 10 hostages that Hamas releases, they get an extra day of ceasefire, right? Problem is, as soon as, as, soon as the, before the, even the first batch of hostages were released, Hamas was firing rockets yeah. into Israel. Now, over the weekend, I believe there was a, a booby trap or something. Mm-hmm. And it was an explosion. So they, 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 they've technically broken the ceasefire like several fucking times. Yeah. But they keep on releasing the hostages. So it kind of, it's like a very ceasefire, non-ceasefire. It's a really weird state. That well, when in. I saw, you know, that night when it went into effect, yeah. I was still up. It was yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like 15 minutes in, they're firing rockets. They're firing and I'm like, rockets. oh, these yeah, fucking exactly. terrorists, of yeah, course. No, of course, exactly. Yeah. And, and then also, I'm like, I felt like Mugatu and like Zoolander, like, am I taking crazy pills? Yeah. Why are we treating Hamas like they're some like rational sovereign state? Mm-hmm. They're a fucking group of terrorists. So, and then uh, the deal was actually on like the verge of collapse because Hamas was doing what they usually do, which is Israel violated the agreement. They're not sending in the goodies, mm-hmm. the aid to Gaza, which, which they steal. 
and they weren't going to uh, release the second batch. Apparently, Joe Biden got on that phone and saved the deal, although technically it was Cutter who did a lot yeah, of that. It was, yeah, yeah, guitar, yeah, guitar Cutter, Cutter, whatever you did, want to did call most it. of the heavy lifting because, <laughs> you know, you have Joe Biden now trying to take a little victory lap for this pause. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he doesn't secure the American hostages. That right. should have been the first thing. But no, he just lost. We got, we've got none American, no American. We had right? one. One. It was a four. It, her family bought some of Hunter Biden's art. Really? Yes. Get the fuck out of yes. here. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Now we don't know the timeline of when her great, I think her great aunt or aunt mm-hmm. something, bought the art. But yeah, she bought the art. So again, it circles back to the whole Hunter Biden art scheme. But yes. You know, mm-hmm. Joe, uh, get these hostages. Instead, he goes, you know, he went, like, shopping. You saw him with the, you know, the fucking, like, ice mocha, whatever the hell he was eating, drinking. Yeah. Shopping around while Americans are still in the hands of Hamas. I'm just like, well, if this was a victory, you would have said, get these, get let, let my people go. But they keep on releasing these people. Um, so Hamas is doing, you know, their part trying to, you know, just get some breathing room to like I guess reload because mm-hmm. you know they're going to do something crazy in the next you know few days and uh, in the meantime you know we got you know the western media here you know carrying Hamas propaganda yeah. points you yeah. got the UN refusing to condemn the rape of uh, Israeli women on October 7th you have you know fucking Sky News and BBC I mean they were always bad but like yeah. them peddling these conspiracy theories like well, maybe the weapons found at the Al-Shifa Hospital, the nerve center for Hamas in Gaza City, maybe that was for the security guards. And then CNN saying, well, it looks like Israel rearranged the weapons. Uh-huh. It's like, have you ever been to a drug bust? Right. They laid it all <laughs> and out. They it all out. That's the whole point. Um, well, a few things that I want to add on. So uh, the bizarre Biden tweet on this, did you, you see that where he tweeted, he... I use he in air quotes. He you mean, didn't tweet you mean, this. Jill? Dr. Jill? Yeah, someone, some <laughs> retard on staff said, Hamas unleashed a terrorist attack because they fear nothing more than Israelis and Palestinians living side by side in peace. Oh, my God. To continue down the path of terror, violence, killing, and war is to give Hamas what they seek. We can't do that. So essentially, then within hours, they, uh, the White House officials had to clarify that the tweet was not a change in policy. Uh, some, you know, some fucking terrorist sympathizing staffer wrote yeah. that up that has access yeah. to the president's Twitter account. Yeah. We all know he doesn't tweet himself. No. Uh, he was probably sleeping at the time, even though I think it was like 6 o'clock in the evening. Um, or it was late Tuesday night. So that's the dead giveaway that he was not the one tweeting. Yeah. Then we also have um, this Oakland City Council meeting. That occurred yesterday, I believe. Maybe last night, maybe the day before. It's our clip of the day, and it's a little bit of a, a lengthy clip, but you, I think it's a supercut, actually, of, of the most egregious things that were said during this uh, terrorist, what do I want to call it? Rally? Terrorist circle jerk, yeah. essentially. <laughs> That's what I want to call it. Um I couldn't believe some of the things I was hearing. Uh, Take a listen. 
There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October Thank 7th, you, ma'am. Your time is up. including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. I mean, what I mean, the fuck? I mean, it's fucking Oakland, man. I mean, no, but I mean, yeah, really? I mean, are yeah. we even in America? Yeah, no, really. It's. I mean, that's just other words. Uh, that's just. That's just. I don't even know. Yeah, it's the, crazy. There are no words. It's crazy that they these things are said being said. Uh, you know, the left has a real problem, and obviously, we known for a long time the left filled with, uh, you know leftist Jew haters and terrorist sympathizers and they've been sympathizing with the terrorists. Obviously the Muslim coalition has been a large part of the leftist uh, voting bloc in this country for a long time. A new poll out recently said that something like 68% of American Muslims agreed with the attack on Israel by the way. Um, But you wrote this piece, and it's actually hot off the presses yeah. uh, just within the last hour at townhall.com. There's a very interesting dynamic occurring within the left now. Yeah. And we've kind of been talking about this a little bit, but it's really coming quite to a head now. Yeah. Uh, the Muslims revolting against Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, who's leading it? What's going who's on? Le- it's, it's, it, I mean, you just have to go to the Mecca of the Muslim, of the Arab-American community, which is Dearborn, Michigan. Hmm. And let me tell you. They are not happy with the Biden position on this war. Their support, you know, it's support for Israel. You know, for the first time, I believe the older and younger generations are aligned because they support Palestinian rights. They think they're buying everything, that this is a, that, that Israel's committing a genocide and that they will never forgive Joe Biden for this affront to, you know, to their conscience and that they may consider sitting out next year. Mm-hmm. And this is, Michi- this is Michigan, this is Minnesota. These are two states that Joe Biden has to win. And, like, his support is, like, at 42% now. It cratered within two weeks. Right. So if these people do stay home, absolutely Joe Biden can lose these states. Yeah, oh, well, certainly. Yeah, and and, and it's you know, it's key states. Yeah, key it's, states. It's not uh, you know just California. It's, and it's buoyed by the fact that you know you have these Chardonnay sipping white women progressive circles mm-hmm. who now are in on this because they're in on the whole woke ethos of you know oppressed oppressor, mm-hmm. um, which was just featured in that Oakland clip. By the way, I mean, I mean that's that's basically where you get the insanity. Yep, and. Um, they're going to have to deal with this. I mean, right now, congressional Democrats are considering putting, like, conditions on the new aid, pack, on new aid packages to Israel, which is outrageous. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, the, the, like, the Democrats... Like, what world am I living in right now? The Democrats refuse to pass all that. 
Um, well, they want it linked to Ukraine. Right? Yeah, even yeah. though we've given Ukraine a quarter of a trillion dollars, yeah. you know, not $14 really, billion for Israel is a step too yeah. far for them. Not really too happy with Speaker Johnson's recent remarks. Uh, Speaker Johnson, yeah. It kind of makes it seem like, what the fuck did, What the fuck was all this speakership you know, hoobla about if this is what... <laughs> really, well, you know we're, I've we're, made that point right? since the yeah, beginning. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, um, <laughs> I will say he's had a few good things he's done, but... 75 to 80% of it's been a disappointment. Yeah. The constant continuing resolution bullshit. Say you got the same thing you would have with Kevin McCarthy. Yep. Uh, he released some of the January 6th video. Nothing all that groundbreaking yeah. to me. Uh, some There's going to be more to come. Sure, that's a good thing. But, but you like, know, that, in the grand that, scheme that, of things... But that issue's done. It's not, that's, on the periphery. That's, not, that's on the periphery now. Like, this well, is... Well, also, not to mention that the more you do that, yeah. it's bringing up something that did, wasn't exactly a political winner no, for us. No, exactly. It really wasn't. You know, however you feel about it, yeah. and everybody knows, I think, yeah. how I feel about it. But, yeah. Uh, however you feel about that, that wasn't a political winner. No. Um, so, you know, I, I just don't know what it was all for. Sure, yeah. we got rid of Kevin McCarthy. Nobody likes Kevin McCarthy. But... Mike Johnson hasn't exactly been the great conservative lion that we no. were hoping for. Well, yeah, it just shows you what we talked about always uh, for many, 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 many years now, which is the, you know the Uniparty. Oh, you know? for sure. They put the for gun sure. to his head. They put the screws to him, and and they probably threatened to kill his family. And now he's all about Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see yes. when when the rubber actually hits the road. What happens and with. You know, none of these packages are going to be determined, I guess, until January at this point. Congress is essentially on their permanent holiday vacation, right? At yeah, this, pretty uh, much. I mean, yeah. they're all going home. I mean, they all got to go to these, you know, their, their fat what they, cat donors and, yeah. and start and start the Christmas banging. parties. Yeah, the Christmas yeah. parties and start well, getting checks for the next election. Well, what passed in November or early, I guess, mid-November, so two weeks ago now. Yeah. That funds till I think January, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. so that was like the midnight spending appropriation. Yep. Classic. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yep. Um. All right. What else we got going here? Biden family corruption. So, Matt mentioned. Yeah. That, the family of the first American released by Hamas bought Hunter Biden's art. That's a very interesting connection. I think we're going to hear more about that in the future. But you know, we're happy that this girl's safe. But. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what she, are the odds? Yeah, she's yeah the first one mm-hmm. is the one who you know bought the art. Yeah, the the crack pipe art. Yeah, um, whose list is still mostly secret. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, all yeah it's all bribes. It's, it's. I mean, it makes it. I mean, at least the Clinton Foundation tried to had like many veneers and many layers of window dressing. This make you know as a. At, you know, hiding it from, you know, uh, its true intention of being a, a favor bank for the wealthy and powerful. This is just shameless. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so, you know, there has been an interesting development in the Hunter Biden, Biden crime syndicate family investigation from the Oversight Committee with uh, Chairman James Comer. So he was, Hunter Biden was subpoenaed for a closed door deposition, right? Yeah. Then three weeks later, Hunter Biden's attorney issued an offer, this was yesterday, for public testimony on the matter. But the House Republicans now are saying that he's trying to play by his own rules here and get out of this deposition, which is different than, obviously, public testimony. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I I don't know what to read into this yet. I guess we got to see what happens. Part of me is a little bit like, why would Republicans not want him to publicly testify? Because yeah. it only could end up being bad for the Bidens. Maybe maybe they think that could go poorly. I don't I don't, I don't really know. know. I think he'll pull like it'll be like Chappelle show. I think he'll just say, "I played the fifth. Yeah, <laughs> on everything. Well, yeah. One, be, two, three, four, fifth. It could be, but you could do that in a deposition know, too. Right, you exactly. know, so I don't know what the game is there. There's also rumors flying that they're going to vote on an official authorization of an impeachment inquiry, whereas before it was like this fake bullshit, but like Mike Johnson doesn't know if he has the vote. Shocker, not very different from Kevin McCarthy. So it's just, you know, a useless clusterfuck up there. Really, at the end of the day... It's a disaster. I mean, it is. Well, I'll tell you, at the end of the day, the only way there's going to be justice in all this is if we beat Joe Biden in 2024. Because... Joe Biden is never going to see the inside of a courtroom. Mm-mm. He's a Democrat. He's not Donald Trump. Okay? He's also a thousand years old. Well, yeah, that yeah. too. Speaking of a thousand years old, you see Jimmy Carter? I think Jimmy, well, I, I, okay. During the eulogies? Yeah. I thought he died during the funeral. Oh, yeah. Did you see? Well, I wasn't watching. He well, was pretty passed out. He's a gazillion he's, years he's old. He's passed out. I thought, guy, I thought he died. He's 99. The and guy looks like happens. A, the you, guy, you know, the people like that, they doze off and they don't wake up. He looks like a mummy. You know, rest in peace yeah. to his wife, uh, Rosalind Carter. Yeah. Right? Is that how you say it? Rosalind, Rosalind yeah. Ro- Ro- um, Rosalind. I can't believe he's still alive. I thought he was... I thought as soon as she died, he was going to go yeah. too. But he made it through the funeral. I'm, I'm sure in the next few days... Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be it for him. I mean, good for them. They lived a long life. Yeah, great. Terrible life. president. Seems like a good man. Good man, bad president. Terrible president. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Another person. Yeah. Another person who couldn't get hostages out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but anyway, back to the yeah. Joe Biden being gazillion years old. You yeah. know, the time's running out on him to for him to bow out of this race. I I, and, I think we've long past that. I don't know. G- it's g- still g- there. Given these ballot uh, deadlines Yeah, but the ballot stuff, deadlines are not until, uh, uh, I think, starting in end of December. So... Oh, man. They got... <laughs> but I think there would... Those are primary deadlines, remember. Yeah. There would be a mechanism for, I think, replacement on general election ballots if he were to Ooh. stop running. I mean, we haven't had yeah, this come up. Yeah, we haven't, really. Um... So nobody really knows what would happen, per se, but I could tell you, these states are not going to just let yeah. Trump win by default. I mean, <laughs> that would be on. hilarious. That'd be great, but it's not going to happen. Um, I th- do you think they're waiting to see how Gavin Newsom does on Thursday night? Maybe. Right? That's part of it, yeah. probably. I mean, and whatever, this, whatever, whatever what Joe Manchin's doing. Yeah, him not running is an yeah. interesting. Uh, was that when was that announced? Was that after the last episode? Yeah, it was like yeah, around that time. Yeah, so uh, Joe Manchin obviously not running for not West Virginia Senate. We're going to pick up that seat, but what to be determined is whether he'll run for the third party presidential. His farewell video made it seem like he was going to do it. I don't think he's going right? to. I think that uh, I think he's just trying to lead people on. Yeah, I agree. Um, You'd be insane to do that. That's oh my god. Yeah, well, you already also have RFK in there, and yeah. now RFK is not a Joe Manchin, but uh, I, I just don't see you know to be a third party candidate, you have to have at least a small path. Yeah, there's no path for yeah, Manchin. It really isn't. It really, isn't. and really, there's no path truly for RFK either. 
but he'll get a decent percentage of the vote. Yeah. Probably more so from Republicans than Democrats. Yeah, which is which is a problem which is a, for yeah, us. Exactly. That's what they're saying. Um. So we'll see what happens. I. Joe Biden's getting worse by the day. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't see a new video of him and I go, oh my God, this guy, he is basically a walking corpse. Well, what the fuck did he say today? He told some workers, I have a Marine with the code to blow up the world or something. Yeah, he said something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I know he's, it's just like, my man. Like, get it's it, like, get yeah, it we know. <laughs> yeah, no, we know. Get it together. So we'll see. Uh, I've always held that Joe Biden wasn't going to run again. Like you said, we are coming up against that deadline. Yeah. So he's going to have to make a decision one way or the other. If he's even capable of making that decision, more likely it's Jill Biden. But I think Jill realizes he's cooked too. But uh, Joe hates Kamala. Jill hates Kamala. Kamala's a bitch. Doesn't know what she's doing. Nobody likes her. So... If there's going to be a replacement, they're going to have to pass her over so strategically. They're going to have to figure out how to do that. It's going to piss off a lot of young Democrats of color. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day that was like, yeah, that's overrated. Yeah. That won't really affect all that much. Um, I don't know, man. They're really into that type of identitarian bullshit, you know? Yeah, but if it's if it's Newsom against Trump, oh, they're not staying true. home. Yeah, they're not staying home. They fucking hate Trump. Yeah. And that goes back to the whole argument yeah. of the, the built-in block against Trump, yeah. which, you know, it is what it is. But maybe if things get so bad, like Michael Rappaport was like, I might have to vote for Trump. Remember that? You saw well, that? Well, we're getting to, you know, and we've been yeah. talking about that for, for a few months <laughs> and now. And that motherfucker's rich. <laughs> we've been talking about the trend of people that personally just vile hate of Trump. But things are so bad in yeah. this country, and for them personally now that they'll put that aside and vote for him, which is a very interesting yeah. dynamic. It could have a huge role in the election. Yeah. I mean, you saw um, what CBS News reported today. Americans need 11400 extra dollars just to meet basic necessities now. Yeah, we're all broke. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it's really... It's a question of what's going to happen between now and Election Day next year. If the election were today, oh. it would be easy. We'd win. It'd be over. They wouldn't even be able to cheat it away. Yeah. Okay. Although we still probably we might lose the house though. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Because remember, midterm years versus presidential election years, the house is a very different animal. Yeah. Yes. Usually yes. it flows with us. Yeah. Which is why twenty twenty was even more suspicious as we've litigated yeah. ad nauseum yeah. on this show. How, and also the how, math, yeah, exactly, the statistical yeah. anomalies, the bellwether counties, all of it. Right. I don't. I mean, I know there's split ticket voting. I don't know anyone no, who goes no, gung ho no. for state legislatures, Republican, and then goes Democrat on the national stuff. I, I don't. Yeah. You know. Well, look at Kentucky. Those. Yeah, I know. They voted. Well, they like all him. Republican. That's, that's the thing. That they they personally like him. Though. All Republican and that slime ball for governor, the Democrat. Yeah. Um, in presidential, sure. it's very different though. It it's is. not. You're not splitting. You're not getting double digit ticket splits, um, of. You know, someone who's voting for Trump for president and then a Democrat for Senate and a Democrat for the House, you're going to vote straight ticket. In the olden days, that happened more often. Yeah. Um, but today, in today's politicized society, it's just not happening nearly as much. Um, you know, a year is a long time from now. And now, I guess we're down to, I guess you would say, 11 months. But 
you know, they're going to do what, what they do, the Democrats. They're going to have a massive money advantage. Yes. Massive. That's the biggest thing that worries me, honestly, yeah. is the money advantage that they're going to have, the organization advantage that they're going to have, regardless of what a mess Joe Biden is or his campaign, the DNC is a well-loyal machine. Is more organized than the RNC at this yeah. point. And for the past eight to ten years, that was not the case. Nope. Until <clears throat> Ronna came around, and Ronna McDaniel fucking ruined everything. Yeah. She is shit at raising money. Okay? We're fucking broke. The RNC has less than $10 million cash on hand. Yeah. They couldn't even fund operations yeah. for all that long if people stopped donating. We're, we're, not, people a, are we're, not, donating. A, we're not approaching Michael Steele levels yet, but we're getting there. It's getting there. It's getting, it's getting there. there. You know what I, we need to do? We need to bring Reince back. Reince, I was about to say, bring back yeah. Reince Priebus. Yeah. Bring back Reince because Rana sucks. She's like 0-7. Yeah. Okay? T- slightly taking the House last year by a slight majority what doesn't get credited to her. One, it was barely even a win. doesn't really count in my yeah. book anyway. And two, it was only because of Kevin McCarthy and Lee Zeldin and Raising Ron, De- and Ron yeah. DeSantis yeah. that we won yeah. because of redistricting in Florida and in New York. Yeah. Lee Zeldin's operation up in New York and Kevin McCarthy's congressional leadership fund. Yeah. It's not because of her. So really, she's 0-7. She's lost the 18 midterms. She's lost the 19 elections, lost the 20 elections, uh, lost the 21 elections, 22 and 23. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. She turned down a million-dollar request from Virginia, and we now know why. Yeah. Because they're fucking broke. Uh, but she turned it down and then lied about it. Yeah, that was that was lied about it in an interview with us. Yeah, which <laughs> not with us physically, but, but town yeah, hall. But town hall, yeah. <laughs> and then got caught, and then got caught, and then she denied it again. Um, and when you criticize her, it's you can't do that because you're helping the Democrats. Kind of very, that. kind of very a Fauci esque type of defense, right? Well, there. <laughs> of course, of course it is. But there's, but there's even, but there's some more onion layers to this. Okay. Yeah. One, she wouldn't even have this job if it wasn't for President Trump. Yeah. And President Trump has the sole power at this point to get her out of there. Yeah. And so if we're going to be successful, he has to get her out of there. He has to get a capable person in charge of the RNC, which I would say bring back Reince. Yeah. Put Lee Zeldin in that job. You could find basically anybody that would be better at that job than her and would instill some confidence into the base of the Republican Party. Agreed. That that the party is willing to fight for what we need to do to win this election. Agreed, but there's a problem. And what is that? Ron has been loyal. And you know how loyalty you, you can you can well, you could use that to a fault with Trump. Let me tell that's you, that's, 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 that's the yeah. problem. That's you know, like, he, he will stick to people who are loyal to him no matter how bad the job performance is, and I, I don't think he'll... There has been some cracks there, it. though. I've heard recently that uh, Trump is feeling the base's energy when it comes to her and that she is no longer rock solid. Yeah. That's I, what I've heard. I mean, I, people I, are saying, listen, not me. I, yeah, I, I hope. I, I mean, I does. I do hope she gets out of there. Cause my God, we can't. We won't survive it. We will not survive it. Yeah, she's she's got to go. She sucks. It's in uh, debt. She's bad, and it's not just like it's an organization. Everyone's bad there. 
Oh yeah. There's yeah. no one left that that's that's competent. No, well, so they uh, they've had a few problems with staff turnover. Yeah. Um, all the good people that really were a part of the Reins powerhouse were uh, cleansed out of there. Or went to take better jobs, better jobs. Um, or went to work for the Trump campaign back in the day, uh, and then just yeah. inevitably moved on with their lives. Uh, do we even have a ballot harvesting operation going on? Good there? question. Because, Good question. you know, we talked about that for months, you know, among the, the political strategy class and getting that going mm-hmm. and how that's essential. And uh, Good question. Well, she we, promised we... that when she won, or, well, won re-election. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing has happened oh, yet. Oh, great! Yeah, great because you so, know that you know we we that can come together in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Nationally yeah. said, no one ever. Yeah. Well, so there's some pressure, and I think that uh, she, uh, I would love to see her go and get replaced with someone actually competent, um, but not not really holding my breath yet at this point. I think that uh, you know as it's now become clear that Trump's gonna be the guy. Uh, unless something drastic changes. And he's going to have to start acting like the nominee. Yeah. Which he has not thus far. You know, I hope he can get it together. I hope he can surround himself with people that are going to lead us to be successful. Currently, they're not there. He has raised money at a decent clip, not like the clip that he was raising money at in 2020. Uh, and also, he's got a bigger burn rate problem now because of his legal fees. Yeah. Um, so what kind of confidence can we have in an election apparatus and campaign uh, that's going to be the size that it needs to be, with the people it needs to be, uh, based on the money? That's that's a problem. That's a problem that we're facing. You can't rely on the RNC for money because they're broke because of dumbass Ronna McDaniel. <laughs> Ronna Romney McDaniel, mind you. You know, Trump needs to stop having these these bullshit uh bickering battles with uh you know these candidates that he sees as as beneath him refuses to debate them but loves to spend time on bullshit yeah like talking about uh Ron DeSantis's shoes his boots yeah um you know I'll be the first to say I fucking hate Nikki Haley <laughs> but like some of his attacks on her are the exact kind of attacks that turn off all these these fucking suburban women. Yeah. And mind you, I hate catering to these suburban women because in general, they suck. <laughs> it's true, okay? <laughs> but you're going to need uh, some percentage of them to be able to win this next election. It all comes down to math. And as Carl Rove said... It all comes down to who gets more votes than the other person. Yeah. And that's literally all we have to do is pander and math this bullshit away to win this election. And if, if you have to say whatever you need to say, do go it. ahead. Do it. And do it. Um, but, like, you know, the just certain things that he's doing are just dumb. The whole truth social thing, still. Yeah, I know. Still. He's back on Twitter. He's not using it. Well, he came back one tweet for the mugshot to raise money, yeah. which worked, which is why I think he should be on there permanently, but he's not. And the truth sto- social stuff's totally unhinged. Yeah, it's bad. You know? It's, it's, and it's it, bad. And it's like, and then, and then, you know, we'll have some moron that 
uh, emails us or leaves a review of something, like, oh, all they do is bash Trump. No, I'm trying to help Trump win the election. That's what I'm trying to help Trump do, is that in some hope that someone's listening is that, uh, that can talk to his people and say, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. We need to win this election. This is it. You know, everyone always says this, the most important election ever, blah, blah, blah. Every single year we hear that. This time, it actually is an existential problem. Um, you know, Stephen Cruiser, right? Yeah. He always has in the past told me, oh, you know, everything's going to be all right. Don't, you know, don't doom and gloom too hard. It's going to be okay. Today, he wrote a post that says, you know what? I think we might be fucked if we don't win this election. Yeah. And it's true. Former years of a Democrat, it's over. It's just done. Yeah. It simply is done. America will be unrecoverable. The economy will collapse under its own weight. You know, we've been talking about all these debt problems, the GDP ratio, all that. All of that stuff will come home to roost in a way that will decimate America. There's a, it's, that's a, just a fact. And so it pains me when I see Trump and the people around him doing shit that's just absolutely flat-out retarded. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. And well, it's like, I'm not going to go work for the guy even though they need some people like me, but I'm not going to go work for him because guess what? He has such a poor record with personnel. Everyone around him either ends up getting fired indicted. because they tell him <laughs> that he's doing something that shouldn't be done and he doesn't like being told that. And okay, I understand that. That's Trump's personality. But sometimes you need people around you that aren't just yes men. Yeah. And he really does need that. And then, yeah, like you said, they get indicted because the yeah. government targets them. Yeah. So why would you go do that, right? And that's another concern about if we do even win the election, which, you know. I mean, we are. We are God forbid. We are, we are gaming this out today, aren't right, we? Right, right. But yeah. if we do win the election, yeah. who the fuck's going to run this entire fucking government? Yeah. All the smart people on the conservative side don't want to go work in the fucking government to begin with. And they're especially not going to go work in the government under another Trump administration because they saw what happened to the last one. Yeah. Look what they did to Michael Flynn. Yeah. Literally set a, a hero up. Oh, yeah. The FBI set a hero up inside the White House. So, you know, uh, there's so many issues there. They got to start preparing now. And that's what worries me the most. Yeah, well, maybe we talked about this before. He does not have the staff that, that does that. At all, yeah, they're all like yeah. social media, you know, harv- you know, social media harvesting farmers, you know. It's just like well, and they're idiots. Engagement trolls. Look at you know, that that Alec kid or whatever the fuck his name is, total retard. <laughs> um, Laura Loomer, are you kidding me? All she does is make shit up, and is a total fucking whack job. Yeah, and also looks like a plastic tranny. <laughs> Yeah, we're on we're unfiltered today. Um, you know, I just want to win this fucking election. It's all I want to do. Yeah, we gotta win. Like, it, you know, you could you could say, oh, they're just bashing Trump. No, I just want Trump to win. That yeah. I want this. I want this to be a winning operation, including him, his campaign, the RNC, and right now where we're at, that operation, the personnel, the operations across the board, the fundraising are what will cost us. The election. Because, yes, the polls are great right now. But that's 11 months from now. A lot can happen. And when the Democrats spend $2 billion and organize and harvest ballots in order to fucking cheat this election away again, 
That's how we lose. Yep. That's exactly yep. how we lose. Also, having a half a billion dollar legal bill that that uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. that that could be going towards you know election operations and yeah. messaging and advertising and you know get out the vote efforts. Yep. Um. So yeah, the that's where we're at with that. Yeah, I know. Um. Before I get Save another uh, email or review of everyone like, oh, all they do is love on Ron DeSantis. You notice how I didn't say anything about Ron DeSantis? Because guess what? This election is basically over. Even though Ron DeSantis is still a great governor of Florida, and all these Trump supporters that bash on him loved him five minutes ago, yep. or five months ago, yep. or a few years ago, when he was saving everybody from COVID stuff, they flip on a dime because a bunch of shit's made up about him, and they don't even know what they're talking about. I love, I love the one that the Trump online um, made up about him being... Um, what was it called? A Soros. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And you really are dumb enough to believe that? Yeah. Like that's and that's the problem. And then they went here. on the COVID stuff too. That was that was the COVID was, stuff. Yeah, yeah. The COVID stuff. What are you What are you doing, guys? I'm like, I, I, I was just down in Florida for eight days. Uh, first off, beautiful, free, thriving, clean, clean everywhere. No trash. No homeless people. It's no barely any crime that I, I I never hear of any crime. Never feel unsafe down there. I I just don't get what their problem. Oh, and I love when they bring up the insurance thing too. Mm. They say that it's Ron DeSantis's fault that insurance rates in Florida are skyrocketing. I saw that Florida and Texas. I'll tell you why insurance rates are skyrocketing. There's a few reasons. First off, insurance rates are skyrocketing everywhere. Yeah. Okay? Oh, believe me. My insurance, as we just talked about, my car insurance, not on a new car, haven't gotten a new car in over six years, since 2020 went from $780 a year to almost $1,300 a year. Okay? So that's over a 60% increase in Virginia – with no real, you know, change in risk status or coverages or anything, right? Car insurance is going up for a number of reasons. Crime and theft, yep. which is huge. Yeah. Look at the number of carjackings in D.C. up 100% yeah. this year. And inflation, because it costs more through parts and labor to repair cars. And insurance yeah. is a zero-sum for-profit enterprise. If you're going to insure someone, you need to charge adequate premiums across your entire membership to cover your operational costs and then profit. That's how all business works. Yes. Right? So if your shit's costing more to repair, then you got to pass those costs on to the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at Florida. The most natural disaster prone state in the country. Yeah. Aging buildings that many of which, of whom these people are seeing massive increases in insurance premiums, are out of hurricane specifications. Yeah. Hurricane specifications were changed in the wake of Hurricane Andrew and then further in the 2000s to strengthen buildings. My parents just moved to Florida, a new construction home, built with concrete block structure, uh, impact windows, a hurricane-rated roof. Their homeowner's insurance there is cheaper than it was in New Jersey. If you have a structure that is risk adverse, insurance will cover you. If you live next to the water, no fucking shit you're going to pay yeah. more. Yeah. Right? Car insurance is going up. Homeowner's insurance is going up. 
you know, I, I understand people are upset, but it's not a uniquely Florida situation. This is a national problem, yeah. and it's going to continue to get worse. And there's nothing that Ron DeSantis can do about it. If an insurance company decides they want to pull out of a state, like State Farm is in California because of wildfires and earthquakes, yeah. then they're going to do it. You can't forbid them as a government from doing that. And also as a government, you can't set caps on insurance rates. Yeah, we're not communists. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So this, you know, this crazy attack line against him, I'm like, what are you even talking I know, I about? Know, I know. Some guy left a review. I forget what his name was. He was like, oh, you don't know about the insurance problem. No, I know about the insurance problems. <laughs> I know of, I know a lot about the insurance problems, actually. I have many friends who live in Florida, and they're going through that right now. But I just explained to you why. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because of DeSantis. DeSantis can't do anything. The Florida legislature can't do anything. Wait, we're going to put price controls in now on, on insurance? Yeah. Oh, watch prices soar after that. Yeah. You want you want to lower your insurance rate? Put a new roof on your house. Yeah. Guarantee it's going to lower it. There's insurance companies now that won't even insure a property until the roof is replaced in Florida. Yeah, well, and that's because yeah. of the hurricanes. It's the hurricanes, yeah. You know, they have to protect themselves. I'm not going to make a business decision for town hall that's going to, you know, lose us a million dollars. That's what they're asking these insurance companies to do. You can't just take losses without hedging your risk somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just an equation. It's literally yeah. a math equation. Yeah. In an, you know, imagine in an Excel it's document. It's like Fight Club. Yeah. A plus B. <laughs> the economy is <laughs> fucking everybody. Inflation's fucking everybody. So to say that, you know, this is DeSantis's fault is crazy to me. Um, and, you know, maybe they'll go back. Once he, you know, inevitably drops out of the race or whatever, maybe they'll go back to loving him. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Either way, they live in the state of hey, Florida they, that he has made very, very, very popular, very, what's it called? Vibrant. Very vibrant, very prosperous. Yes. And so if they have such a big problem, maybe they should move to New York City. Oh, where yeah. it's, you know, phenomenal there. Uh -huh. I've heard yeah. great things. Especially the ones that say, oh, we would have been so much better if Charlie Crist won. And these are so-called conservatives saying that. Yeah, Charlie, Can you fucking imagine? Charlie Crist. It's just unhinged. It's just unhinged. It's it, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. <laughs> it just fucking pisses me off so much. It's just ridiculous. The the entire, you know, the entire. I hate calling it this because yeah. it's a very leftist thing to say. Yeah. Uh, but the entire cult of personality around Trump is, in the end, could be our downfall. Yeah. And you know, we both love Trump. We think yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah. And he's great. We'd love if he wins for president again. Yeah. But in the end... He has to fucking win. He has to win. He has to win. Not only does he have to win, but he can't take down the future of the right in this country with him. Yeah, he can't. Okay? I mean, it's just... If... The, the, the bench isn't deep as it is. Right. Right. It, it's not. It's really DeSantis. That's it. And that's it. Because everybody else is past their prime or they should have ran six years ago and they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nikki Haley. I, I said this before. Nikki Haley, if Nikki Haley ran when the, when the Republican Party was how, how it was in 2012, I think she could have been competitive, but she didn't. Yeah, probably. Same thing with Jeb Bush. Yeah. Jeb Bush waited way too fucking long to run for president. Party has well, they both they by. both suck. Yeah. They both suck. Especially Nikki Haley. Yeah. But... You know, what I'm saying is, like, the the future can't just circle around Trump. 
Yeah. He, he's old, too. He's eventually going to die. Yeah. You know? Hopefully. And it's not like this is like Hopefully a f- he does win. Yeah. It's not like this is like... And it's not like, you know... But then it's only four years. Yeah. And it's not like this is a family business. He just can't, like, you know, hand over the reins to one of his sons or in a, in a corporate handover. Right. It's right. like... like the, it, Also, political coalitions are not transferable. Hillary Clinton learned that out... The, found that out the hard way. When well, we're she, finding that out the she, hard way too, she she thought she could just take the Obama coalition, which what which is yeah. pretty much unbeatable. No, the young people hated her. We're finding that out the hard way too, that the Trump voters aren't necessarily coming out to vote Republican. No, they have to. Yeah, they we will vote have. for him. For him. if he's on yeah. the ballot, yes. But down ticket, no. They are very much like Ross Perot voters, which They're, doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help. Like they, they will vote for Democrats. Yeah, they voted for Democrats in eighteen. Um, a lot of them defected in 2020. Well, not a lot of them, but 2% of the white working class, uh-huh. you know, going from Trump to Biden is like millions of people. Yep. So, um, well, it's, it's a, it's a number of things. So here in Virginia, there, and was, also a, there the was an analysis done here in Virginia, <laughs> a good chunk of Trump voters did not come out to vote Republican mm-hmm. on the election a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, what could have changed that easily? Trump saying, Hey, go out there, go out and vote Republican yeah. in Virginia. Yeah. And he didn't do it because he didn't want Youngkin to have a successful election because he says, oh, well, Youngkin might run against me. First off, Youngkin was never going to run against you. He wasn't. And secondly, if you're so secure in your own, uh, whatever, trouncing of everybody else right now. You have to worry about that. Why would you not want Republicans to win? Exactly. And and give us some momentum going into the year. Yeah. You know? It's just ridiculous. That's what's going to really harm us in the future. Also... Uh, you know, uh, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro? Yeah. A third of self-identified Trump supporters like him. Well, yeah, what the I mean, fuck is he gets that like, about? He gets like 35% yeah. of the vo- uh, of approval. Which, again, low, but healthy margins yeah. for running for re-election or having a political future. I mean, he is going to run for president eventually. We have to find yeah. a way to make the Trump coalition work for us yeah. all in the future. Yeah. And that's... Not necessarily going to be with him and, you know, eventually he's going to age out. Yeah. Even if he does win, he's a, immediately a lame duck president. I mean, what's he going to be? Which like, could be very powerful. Yeah, it could be. That could be oh, excellent. That could be like total wall funding. Oh, I'd total love it. Total E-verified. I'd love it. Constitutional carry. But the day he gets inaugurated is the day that the 2028 cycle begins. Yeah, because he's Because gone. it's going to be an open presidency. You know? Yeah. Like, when have we had that? Not not no, terribly no, often. Not, not often, yeah. Um, you know, even if you discount some former vice presidents or whoever he may pick as his vice president, which is going to be a very key pick, by the way. Yeah. And I think he realizes how key of a pick it is. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I It worries me that th- this is so big and pivotal and momentous, this election... Every little decision is key, and there just seems to be no discussion, no strategizing, or even talking about what we have been discussing this yes. entire episode. Yes. Absolutely. And it goes back to what I've been saying for months now. There's a lack of seriousness yeah. that's that's emanating from the Trump camp. Yeah. And it's like, okay, dude, you, you won the primary. And yeah. one is used loosely because there hasn't been actual votes or anything. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, you won the primary. You won the primary. There never was a primary. You won the primary. Whatever you want to say. Now start acting like it. Yeah. Get your team in place. Yeah. Run for the general. Start, you know, he barely holds any rallies anymore. Yeah. And he, 
like he knows this. Like this isn't this isn't one of his companies. Yeah. He can't just like you know have a conference call and right. then boom everything's there. You have to talk about this. Now. This is the this is the marathon of marathons, and it's like, dude, you know this. You've been through it, and it was tougher the first he, time. He can't run a Joe Biden basement campaign oh, no. like Biden will. No. That can't happen. No. If it does... Everything's neutralized. Yeah. Every right. attack is yep. neutralized regarding yep. energy, vibrancy, yep. mental acuity. It's like, why are you just dicking around here? Yeah. That's is it exactly because it is. you don't have the energy? Is it because you're too old? And then the health questions start piling up. Right. Yeah. Is he healthy well, it enough are, it, And those already did when he released a... I think it was a Thanksgiving video last week. He wasn't looking so great. Oh, shit. I'll even admit he wasn't yeah. looking great. Definitely, it was an in-between tanning uh, application. <laughs> so he was looking very pale, which doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Uh, you know, the lighting wasn't wasn't all that great. The white balance was off on the camera. And again, that goes to what I've been saying. It's like it's almost amateur hour. Yeah. I could have set a better fucking shot and for this him. Is, this is a in man, fact, remember, this is a man who was very finicky about the lighting. I was about to say, yeah. in fact... I did set a better fucking shot. You did. Because we set up the cameras and the lights at the White House yeah. when we did a fucking interview of him. And his staff was yeah. very, it was like, the staff's like, you're lighting good. And then they went over to CBS News and they're like, you're, you're lighting like, shit. shit. Yeah. He's not going to like that. Makes him look yeah. too orange and too hot. And then, yeah. Yeah. It, Trump has to get a perfect hue of, you know, not too orange, but tan, not pale. Yeah. And, you know, these are all the things. It's like these small attention to detail that's lacking in a presidential campaign, it really adds up, and, you know, people may gloss over it, but it makes a huge difference. Oh, it the really does. Absolutely. It really does. You know, if you don't look good in a video, people are going to talk about it. Look at how they talk about Biden every single oh, yeah. day. And I was, let's go back to, this is an old issue. Let's go back to 1960. Richard Nixon looked all sweaty yeah, in this debate yeah. against against JFK. Yep. And people who listened on the radio thought that Nixon won, whereas people who watched on television felt that Kennedy won. Yep. And it's the reason why, when you go to these debates, the room is like Arctic temperatures yep. because no one wants to sweat. Yep. But like you said, all, all, no one wants to work with this guy. Well, it's that's a problem. It's a part of the problem, and I, I really... I mean, I feel like we're beating a dead horse here, but we also didn't look up, you know, who's going to be the campaign manager? Well, they have this... Um, I mean, the, the other the one, guy Brad Parscale, had a domestic no, yeah, violence incident. I mean, it's... it's I can't just... remember the guy's name. And, you know, that's fine. But the guy who's been running the campaign so far, I am not impressed with whatsoever. What's his previous experience? I don't think he really had a lot of experience. Okay, well, that's another. Um, Boy, see, why can't I remember the guy's name? The the campaign manager is uh, Chris La Savita, um, oh. a longtime strategist and former political director for the NRSC. Which oh, cycle of they, the NRSC? Yeah, though. yeah, they had a lot of success. Yeah. Um, now I will say Susan Wiles is smart. Yeah, she helped Desantis win in twenty eighteen. Um, but what's her role in that? She's like though? the deputy okay. uh, thing. But like, look so at she's the, probably look, cut out every other email. Look though. at the rest of them, though. The, once you get past the, the top people. Okay. Jason Miller. Oh, That's been going really no. well lately. Um, Stephen Chung. That guy is a joke. I, I couldn't believe that he was hired to lead the, the communication strategy. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? It's a very non-Trump hire. Very odd to me. 
Uh, Brian Jack, who is a well-connected political person on the inside. Uh, you know, Dan Scavino, who's been around for a while. Boris Epstein. But, like, they're... You know they're they're trying to move towards the the retail politics end of things, but there's no retailing going on. Yeah, you know he hasn't been doing anything, and maybe they're gonna really ramp up. That's that's fine, but like allowing yourself to fade, which has been helping his poll numbers, will become the exact opposite of that once we get past Christmas and people start really focusing. Yeah. So they have to, you know, double-edged sword, they have to balance act this because, yeah, fading has helped him. When Biden is the center of conversation and people talk about how much he fucking sucks. Oh, it helps. It helps a lot. It helps. But you can't run the basement campaign because then it totally takes away every line of attack that we're going to need against yeah. Biden. And that's it's just so concerning what's going on here right now. And I hope that... They're going to pull a rabbit out of a hat and prove me totally wrong. Would love nothing more than that. That they run the best campaign we've ever seen and Trump wins and we could all live happily ever after for the next four years. Yeah. But as of right now, polls look great, but all the other fundamentals. Not there. Not, not there. there. They are not there yet. Not there. All right. Um,. I wanted to get to this story just before we wrap up here. Uh, two, well, actually, two things. Um, the national Christmas tree was blown over in a gust of wind yesterday, uh, which is a very perfect metaphor yeah. for the Biden administration. Yeah. Uh, but this story, very interesting because it brings together politics, football, woke ideology and bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. You've been following this. And uh, and Mr. Brown. Yeah, the yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. their one of their fans, a kid, was wearing a Indian headdress and had a painted face. Uh one side of his face was painted red and one side was painted black, which is the colors of the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, the photo that was taken showed the half of his face that was black. And then uh, a whole bunch of crazy shit happened. What happened from there? Tell us oh, uh, who, God. what this asshole wrote this story and all that stuff. Yeah, his name is... Um, Karen. Karen Phillips. Deadspin. Yes, really. Karen. Karen, yeah. Spelled Karen wrong. Phillips, yeah, Phillips. Uh, that's basically, I, I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, Spencer and I have been following the story. You know, and the poor kid's not the only one. Basically, he they, they tried to attack a kid as being racist for, uh-huh. for wearing face paint and the headdress. And then they doubled down on it. And it's just like, this is dead. I mean, it's not shocking because like when Gawker collapsed mm-hmm. after they got sued over the Hulk Hogan sex tape controversy, you know, all those crazy writers went over the dead spin. Yep. And now they've been just, you know, just peddling this nonsense. This is not the only time. I mean, they, they tried to go after Ted Cruz for his basketball career mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in uh, educate when he was like in high school, I think, or college. Um, they went after the, the Miami Dolphins for hiring Mike McDaniel because he was just another white hire. Well, Mike McDaniel was biracial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, this this Chiefs fan isn't the only victim. I mean, there's a, there's a kid... Um, his initials, I believe, at JV, I believe mm. he has not But it was, he was a middle schooler in California who wore eye black to a, 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 his school's football game. 
and he got suspended for it for for being offensive. Um, basically, they accused him of wearing blackface. Everybody wears eye black. Uh, it, you know, athletes wear eye black. So um, it's not he, he that little Chiefs fan wasn't the only victim. Hopefully, his life doesn't get destroyed, mm-hmm. um, which is the hope. But yeah, everyone's lost their minds. Yeah, well, you left out the unless I missed it, you left right. out the most interesting part. The kid, yeah. his father. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. I his father is an Indian. Yo, get out of here. And sits on the board of the local tribe. Yeah. <laughs> so has every right to be wearing the headdress to begin it's with. Almost, okay, cl- another classic dead spin yep. bust up right yeah. there. Kid's literally a fucking yeah, Indian. So, yeah. So they got to delete the whole story. Well, no, they left it up. I, I know. Think, that was the, just I how, hope they get sued. Just how they left up the Mike McDaniel story. Uh huh. Yep. Well, yeah, fun times in America. If, uh, you know, you you could support terrorists, and uh, what uh, what all these savages did to women and children, totally fine. You wear a headdress or put on some face paint. Public enemy number yeah. one. Yeah. That's how it is. All right, so if you have any uh, comments or questions, email us triggered at townhall.com. Let us know what you think about 2024. And if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. We had a very special Black Friday 60% off sale, our largest discount ever. However, since we started that sale after... We had recorded our last episode. It's when I came up with the idea. We're going to run a very special, triggered-only promotion here. Never, It's not going to be publicized anywhere else except here on Triggered. The code is going to be TRIGGERED60. TRIGGERED60. We get you 60% off a year of Town Hall VIP or Town Hall VIP Gold. May I suggest VIP Gold gets you access to all of yeah. our sites. It's only going to be active until December 3rd or the 4th, whatever Monday is. I think the 4th is Monday. That's when Mr. Producer is going to turn it off. <gasps> Triggered 60, 60, the code, 60% off, largest discount ever. As always, money back guarantee applies. No one's ever asked for their money back. Thousands of members, thousands of Triggered listeners have joined. They love it. I promise you will love it. And it pairs very nicely with our brand new THM News mobile app where you can get access to everything in the Town Hall Media Network, including Triggered Uncensored. So if you, if you don't uh, have the app yet, go download it in the App Store. THM News is what it's called. Um, you could go to townhall.com slash app, and it'll also have a link there. I promise you'll love that as well. If you have any thoughts on that, email me, triggeredatownhall.com. So, yeah, you got only a few days. Hope you're listening to this quickly. Triggered60 is the code. Uh, Townhallvip.com. It'll get you the exclusive Black Friday sale that I've now extended to you all for a couple extra days because we didn't get to publicize it here on Triggered. And if you did join during the Black Friday sale, welcome to the club. We love you all. We do this for you guys, um, and we will be back here next Wednesday, whatever December that is, December 5th or 6th, for another episode of Trigger. See you then.